on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today, we have Q and AF. This is your first time listening. This is uh, where you submit the questions, and I answer them. And you can submit those to... Uh, email those questions in to askandydandyforsella.com. Okay, and it can be about anything. Uh, personal development, how to win, how to kick ass, uh, how, how to uh, do really anything when it comes to personal development slash entrepreneurship. Uh, other times when you tune into the show, we have different shows within the show. Um, sometimes we have CTI, that is Cruise the Internet. That's where we put up topics on the screen and we talk shit about them. And then we talk about what the problem is. And then we talk about what the solution is. Um, and then on Q&AF, which is what you're going to hear today, we talk about how to make a better, more complete, winning human being. And if you're a better, more complete, winning human being, uh, collectively, if we all do that, the problems that we identify in CTI will naturally correct themselves. So this is a peanut butter and jelly type situation. This is where uh, we have how to get better personally, and then how do we uh, activate our skill set to solve these big problems uh, on a social scale. Then sometimes when you tune in, we have real talk. Real talk is uh, five to 20 minutes of me basically just giving you a speech. Uh, some of you call it a rant. Some of you call it an aggressive rant. Uh, really, it's just my internal dialogue of what I think needs to happen to make things better. Um, then sometimes, like other shows, we do have an interview style format, which is more of a conversation. Uh, many people like to criticize me on my interviewing skills. Uh, well, you can't be fucking great at everything, okay? I got my fucking cracks. Um, one of them is an actual interview uh, because I interrupt people and I, it's called a conversation, motherfuckers. Like, get with it, all right? Now, I've gotten a lot better over the years, but I'm still not that great. Uh, so if you don't like it, you can go listen to someone else interview people because every other motherfucking podcast is exactly the same, all right? So that's the rundown of the show here. And then for all of this wonderful uh, information that I'm about to bestow upon you, uh, we have a fee. The fee is very simple, guys. I don't take money from other companies uh, because I'm not going to be beholden to other companies. Uh, I do this shit out of my own pocket. I produce the show out of my own pocket. I don't fill your fucking ears with 20 minutes of fucking ads every show. Um, and, and in return, I would appreciate if you would spread the show for me. Okay, that's the fee. The fee is tell a friend, uh, share the show, help us grow the show. These things matter because if you're not going to preach the message, uh, at least have the courage enough to share the message and allow me to preach it and stand by it. Okay, uh, so I appreciate you guys. If you find value in the show, please share it. With that being said, um, let's start the show. What do we got, dude? I, I got some good ones for you. You always do. <laughs> What's going on, dude? Dude, uh, you know, I, I've been kind of unplugged. Yeah, me I've too. Been, I've been a little unplugged. Me too. Uh, so you know, I gotta throw that tinfoil back on. But no, I've been been a little unplugged. Just you know, step by step, bro, brick by brick, and moving. Yeah. What day are you on? Seventy five hard. Uh, today is day forty nine. Yeah. yeah 49. So that's where you've been focused, huh? Yeah. Oh, uh, it, it's been there, man. It, it. It's it's so crazy, but like I feel like now I'm just like I should have did this fucking five years ago, bro. Yeah. You know. You should have. 
I, I should have. Yeah, but the problem was the program didn't exist five years ago. Exactly. That's why probably why you didn't do it. Yeah, so it's your yeah. fault. Yeah, obviously. it is my fault. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did you? <laughs> Listen, you know what it is, dude? It's because I'm racist. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because I, obviously. I, I am far right, alt right, yeah. extremist, domestic terrorist, racist. Yep. That's why. Yeah. That's why I didn't invent the program five years ago, only fucking four years ago. Right. Because I didn't want you to do it specifically. That makes sense. I know. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, CNN. And, and now I'm being <laughs> oppressed by these two workouts a day. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's a problem, dude. Got to read fucking books. Like, hey, what am I? You know? White supremacy, bro. No, it's going fucking good, though, yeah. man. It's going good. We, we, we talked yesterday about it and, you know, not to get discouraged at all, but keep moving, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. You look good, dude. Yeah, I can I'm tell it's there. working. Good in there, man. Make sure you don't uh fuck off no no i'm 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 in too in, in too deep right now so okay. <laughs> what do we got for questions today because uh we we i've got some some guests in town and uh oh yeah been, been in been in meetings all morning i'm about to do some more meetings a little s'mores party oh not that kind of <laughs> not, not, not those guests <laughs> let's <laughs> knock these out <laughs> uh any question number one you speak a lot on how your dad instilled some of the qualities uh that you live by today what are some major key differences that you see in parents today uh, versus what your dad taught you? And how do you suggest you fix that, that, that break in the chain? Um, the way that most parents are raising their children today is uh, very much not in line with how I was raised at all. Um, you know, I was raised in a situation where we were taught uh, the reality of what it took to win, okay? We were taught things like be aggressive. Um, life is a competition, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, you have to do the work to get good. You know, you have to do the work for a long time to succeed. Mm -hmm. uh, you could be anything you want, and my dad meant that. Um, you know, it was very, it's been very evident, okay? Like, I'll give you a real-world example. Um, I went to watch my nephew Enzo play soccer. Okay. And Sal spends an infinite amount of time with him in soccer, mm -hmm. baseball, and golf. Yeah. Every they day is something different. Yeah, yeah. They practice these three sports yeah. nonstop mm -hmm. and Enzo loves it. So he practices too on top of it. And I went to a game recently where he, scored three fucking goals basically right in a row at the beginning of the game, okay? <laughs> so, like, in little kids' sports, you know, little kids kind of move around in a pack, right? And right. he has developed, because he's practiced and because his father spends an inf infinite amount of time helping him learn skills, um, Enzo can go take the ball, dribble around all the fucking kids, and he scores fucking goals. Mm -hmm. And then they put him on the sideline and make him sit down. Okay, and, and a few weeks ago, you know, Enzo had scored three goals and one of the parents of the other of the other team threw a fucking temper tantrum on the sideline of the game, took off his shirt, screaming up and down, you know, talking about, you know, all this shit about how fucking it's not fair and this and that and this. And this guy's fucking 300 fucking pounds. He's mm -hmm. five fucking eight. Mm -hmm. You know, he hasn't fucking read a book or lifted a weight or ate anything that wasn't fucking fried in 20 fucking years. It was very apparent. Um, his, you know, he, he's clearly probably not putting in the work with his own kid, right? 
and he's screaming at this fucking kid's game mm-hmm. about how this other kid that happens to be Enzo, right? Okay, is doing well and <laughs> kicking the shit out of everybody else. Not fair. Yeah, and this is fucking reality. Like we can argue, we can wish, we can say, we can talk about, we can even legislate rules to make things more fair, but at the end of the day, natural order is going to fucking win. And natural order means that if you want to win, you have to have skills. If you want to win, you have to work hard. If you want to win, you have to practice. If you want to win, it's going to take more effort than what the other motherfucker is putting in. And these are all things that were taught to Sal and I Mm -hmm. by our dad, okay? He didn't, and by the way, during this time, there was all kinds of crying and temper tantrums and, you know, us not liking that he was hard on us and this and that and this. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, I think we've both done pretty well because of those lessons that we were taught. Yeah. And people nowadays like to make excuses or they like to try to make things soft or they like to, to try oh. and remove the natural lessons that your children need to learn about competition in life. I mean, bro, this is the reason I started my children's book series. I, char- I started the children's book series as a guide for parents that weren't blessed enough to have a parent that actually taught them the real truth of reality, mm. okay? So the, the, the bottom line is this. My dad and my mom both told us the fucking truth. They never lied to us. Yeah. Okay. Did they were 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 things they said uncomfortable sometimes? Yes. Uh were did it make life hard as a kid sometimes? Yes. Uh, but I don't know. We employ thousands of people. Okay. We create change in tens of thousands of people, if not millions of people, honestly, uh, to improve their lives, make their lives better, teach them how to win. And we're directly successful in life. Um, because of those lessons that we were taught when we were a kid. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for a long time, I never recognized that I thought everybody was, was raised that way. So like, I didn't recognize for many, many years how lucky I was. And I don't use the word luck very often. I, I only use it in a few circumstances, but you can't pick your fucking parents. Right. Okay. And I got fucking lucky. And you know, I see the softness and the weakness and the idealism and the raising around the idea of how things should be, not how they are, that has infected the culture of children who then grow up believing that all of these things are actually the way it is. You know, when you give a kid a trophy for showing the fuck up their whole lives and then they get out in the real world. And they don't get celebrated for showing up to work, right? They're, they're, there's more that's demanded of them. And if they want to earn a higher salary, they have to be more skilled. And, and you, you, you raise these kids to believe X, and then you put them out in the world, and it's actually Y. Yeah, they get punched in the fucking face. Yeah, over and over <laughs> and over again. Like, you, you, you parents out there, you must realize that you are handicapping your children by not telling them the truth about the way things are. You know, most of these fucking parents are villainizing success, okay? And the reason they're villainizing success is because they weren't able to create any and they feel inadequate. And instead of teaching their kids 
and being honest with their kids. I actually posted about this a few days ago. There was a quote on one of these motivation pages that says, imagine telling your kids the reason that you quit was because it was too hard. Mm -hmm. And I reposted back. I said, well, here's the thing, guys. That conversation never happens. That's not the real conversation. No, no, no. parent looks at their kid and says, I'm a failure because I'm a fucking bitch. Right. Or I'm a failure because I never tried. Or I'm a failure because it got too hard. That's not what the fuck they say. Instead, they invent this entire story about why it is they're not where they wanted to be. And then they infect their children's mind with that story. And then they grow up believing that it can never be possible because their mom and their dad, who they love and think are superheroes, weren't able to succeed, right? Because of whatever fucking reason that they put in, right? Always some external bullshit. Yeah, the, the job fucked me. The system fucked me. My, my, you know, where I was born fucked me. Who I was born as fucked me. And they make up all these different stories and they tell their kid. And then on top of it, they usually tell them, you see that guy that built this company or you see that fucking champion athlete or you that champion athlete was born with those genetics. Mm -hmm. that, that person who built that company, they were fucking lucky. Mm -hmm. And by the way, you don't ever want to be like that because they take advantage of people and blah, yeah. blah, blah, He's blah, an blah. Asshole. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so because of their own inadequacies and their own insecurities, they fill their children's minds with a perception that is not in line with reality. Okay. And I can't think of anything worse than parents who won't own up to their own shortcomings with their kid and say, hey, look, dude, you know what? I had plenty of opportunity and I fucked off. And you know what? Don't fucking do that. Like you want to you change the cycle of your whole entire family? Man up and own your fucking shortcomings with your children and say, you know what? I had an opportunity. I fucked off. We just got out of a meeting fucking two hours ago where my brother, who was a fucking phenomenal fucking baseball player, okay, talked about how the reason that he never actually made it, he got a career-ending injury, but he was out chasing girls, and he was out in the bars, and he was out, he wasn't at batting practice early or late. He wasn't at fielding practice early or late. He was the best player on ability, not on discipline. And had he had the discipline in there, he would have been probably a fucking legacy MLB player because that's how good he was. And you have to be able to fucking teach people why it is things didn't work out if you really want to serve them. And so this attitude that most parents have where they're avoiding the pain of being real with their own kids will actually pass on their own failures and guarantee their kids' failures for the rest of their life because of the perception that they're giving them. So, you know, those of you out there, this is why I wrote the kids' books. I wrote the kids' books because I didn't understand that not everybody was raised this way, mm -hmm. okay? It wasn't until I started the MFCEO project uh, with Vaughn did I realize, like, oh, damn, shit. dude, yeah. like, I was blessed with a special set of fucking knowledge that not everybody gets to grow up around. And that's why the MSCEO project was the fucking powerhouse that it was. And will be again when we're getting ready to launch it again here uh, in the next fucking 30 or 40 days. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, so like, dude, I did get lucky in that regard. But the truth of the matter is, is like you can know every fucking thing that you know unless you go execute. It doesn't matter anyway. So, you know, my, my advice would be to teach your kids to be competitive. My advice would be to teach your kids to practice. My advice would be to teach your kids that they can be anything they want because they can be still. 
My advice would be to fucking work with them. My advice would be to instill them with the proper set of values so they understand the game that they're trying to play is actually competition because we can pretend it's not competition all we fucking want. We can sit there and say it's not competition. We can fucking say all this shit. But the minute you opt out of it, you get your fucking ass beat by real world. Okay? Because in the real world, bro, there's an element of competition. You know, this idea of don't compare yourself to someone else and blah, blah, blah. Well, the truth of it is, is you should compare yourself to other people. It's a great measuring stick of where the fuck you are if you're ahead or behind. Now, should you feel fucking bad and beat yourself up about comparison all the time? No, because it is a battle of you versus you. But these absolute statements that these fucking morons make on the internet that have never built a goddamn thing in their entire fucking life are literally hurting our people from succeeding. This is no different than the victim culture that's perpetuated by people who sell self-help shit, right? There's a lot of people out there who sell self-help books, self-help programs, self-help shit. And then when you read their fucking content, it's all about how fucked up you are. Sometimes, motherfucker, it ain't that you're fucked up. It's just you're not doing anything. You're not executing. You're not putting in what the fuck you know into action. You're not necessarily fucked up. And there's a lot of people out there that want to make everybody think that they have all these things about them that are fucking fucked up so that they'll buy their shit on how to fix their fucked up lives. And the truth of the matter is, guys, this is very simple. It's one plus one equals motherfucking two. If you do the work, if you fucking do the work for long enough and you're able to fucking not repeat mistakes over and over again, you will get where you want to go. That's the fucking reality. Okay. And it applies to everything and everybody. Okay. Most people don't get put out of business. They quit. Most people don't get canceled. They quit. Most people don't fucking lose. They quit. They just stop because shit punched them in the face a little bit too hard. So they redirect and now they're fucking over. Okay. So, you know, you ask what I learned. I learned all that shit. Yeah. And it's made, it's, it's done pretty okay for me. All right. I got a long way to go, bro. I'm not sitting here preaching off my fucking ivory tower, dude. I'm a human being like every other motherfucker listening to this. I have my weaknesses and I have my strengths. I have my flaws and I work on my flaws consistently. I'm not a perfect human. Okay. So don't mistake that, you know, because I'm talking to you about these things that have helped me achieve that you somehow think I have it all figured out because I fucking don't. But here's what I do know is that every day we have an opportunity to get better. Every day we have an opportunity to improve. Every day we have an opportunity to become the person that we want to be and move towards that. And that is truly the fucking key of everything. Okay. But you ain't going to get a trophy for showing up to fucking work. You're not going to get celebrated for doing the bare minimum. You know, you got these motherfuckers out there now that are talking about, you know, uh, quiet quitting. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do any extra work for my career if I don't get paid for it first. Well, guess what, motherfucker? That ain't how fuck it works. That's not how natural order works. You, you, quiet fire. You become great. (laughs) You become great. Then you get the reward. You do not get the reward and then become whatever it is you're promising to become. Because guess what? 10,000 years of motherfuckers trying to fucking operate that way, it's never worked. It's never worked. And you ain't the first person to think of that. You think you're the first (laughs) fucking person to ever think, well, fuck, dude, they pay me and then I'll work. No, you fuckers lose. And people who decide to build skills and contribute, they win. That's the natural order of reality. And if you're teaching your kids Anything other than that, you're fucking them up for their whole entire lives. So I'd consider maybe auditing 
what the fuck it is you say or not say to your own kids about success. And when you hate on success, you're guaranteeing them, guaranteeing them a life of fucking struggle and misery and frustration because they will never achieve it because you didn't achieve it. And bro, to me, that's the biggest fucking child abuse you could ever fucking do. You take their fucking dreams away because you're a fucking, you're a fucking loser and you can't identify that you fucking lost because of your own fucking losing mentality. It, it actually disgusts me. Thanks, man. Yeah. So all your fucking parents out there, fucking swallow that shit. Send me a message to tell me how I'm fucking wrong. And then we'll fucking check back on you in 20 fucking years and we'll see how fucking wrong I was. Mm. <clears throat> Guys, uh, question number two. We'll lose this country if that doesn't change. Facts. We'll lose this country if that doesn't change. If parents don't get real with why the fuck they haven't gotten where they wanted to go and get on the path of getting there, because it's not too late. Mm-hmm. It ain't too late. Fuck Colonel Sanders, bro. That dude was in his fucking 60s. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not too late. You know, there's still motherfuckers I talked about in my meeting today talking about 2008 ruined me. Motherfucker, that was 14 years ago. Societies are conquered in 14 fucking years. You get it? Like, people will fucking... People will fucking hang on to that one fucking thing. I tore my ACL in the, in the fucking homecoming game, so I Crazy. couldn't make my NFL debut. Uh, you know, I got fired because uh, they wanted me to work too hard. Now I, you know, I'm fucking blackballed or some fucking bullshit. Like, bro, society is riddled with fucking pussyitis. That is the fucking facts. Trademark this. It, it's the truth. <laughs> and, and bro, we're ruining generations of fucking Americans in the greatest country that's ever existed because people can't tell the truth about why they are where the fuck they are or aren't willing to change it. They'd rather attach themselves to the victim identity than they would see their kids actually overcome it and become something fucking better than they were. And America never used to be that way. America, when I grew up, my dad, my dad's fucking goal for me was to do better than he fucking did, mm-hmm. okay? And which so far, I'm on track for that. But so, you know, who knows what happens later or tomorrow or whatever. You can always fuck it up. So I don't take it for granted, bro. And people think, oh, dude, Frisella's got a nice, he's the fucking this and that. Bro, come work with me for a fucking week. I'll fucking bury you. I, 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 it's just a fact. I'll bury you. I'll bury you. You won't be able to do it. Real shit. It, it, dude, it, 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 it's, it's the reality. That's why the show's called Real AF. That's why my thinking is realist thinking. Mm-hmm. I subscribe to the facts, not the fucking feelings. Yeah. And the facts are this. If you don't teach your kids to win, they ain't going to fucking win. If you, shit on, if you shit on success, you think your kids are going to pursue, pursue success? Fuck no. The truth is, bro, I, I, th- I, bro, I, like, I, I think of my dad, right? Like, I, I would respect him 10,000 times more if he was just honest with me and told me, hey, listen, this is what I fucked up on. Just don't do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's but, a parent's job. But instead, like, I, there's zero respect because I know, you know, he's shit. You know what I'm saying? It just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Bro, listen. If you give a fuck about your kids at all, you will tell them the truth. Yeah. You will tell them the truth. There's an obligation. Yeah. And when they ask you why you're not president or why you don't have fucking millions of dollars or why you didn't fucking become whatever it is mm-hmm. they say, because they're going to ask you. Mm-hmm. You should tell them the truth. Yeah. The truth isn't that you quit because it was hard. The truth is you never fucking tried. Question number two. Uh, Andy, I'm starting off as a fitness coach. And my intent 
uh, is 100% on trying to get results for the customer. I've offered my services for free uh, because I'm just a beginner and I want to have a track record of customer success. But I found that people will not execute without paying for things. Correct. Am I more justified charging a premium to get the buy-in from customers, even though I'm new to the industry? No, I wouldn't say you're justified to charge a premium when you aren't experienced or offering a premium product. You, by your own admission, understand that there's a lot for you to learn. However, I do agree that people do have to have skin in the game mm -hmm. to value the fucking information, mm. okay? Uh, one of my biggest frustrations of my fucking life is doing this motherfucking show for fucking free, mm. okay? Doing the MFCEO project, which is probably the most complete library of entrepreneurship skill that exists ever, mm. anywhere, for fucking free. They're still there. It irritates yeah. the fuck out of me yeah. how many people get this access to this information and then send me a DM. I got this going on. Fuck, dude. I'd fucking give you the fucking, the fast lane of how to get there and you're crying to me about why the fuck you can't. I don't have respect for those people. I don't fucking value those people. I don't appreciate those people. I don't feel sorry for those people. I fucking have contempt for those people mm. because if you're someone who will fucking take information from someone who's genuinely trying to help you and then come to them and make excuses to why you can't, well then fuck you. The information ain't for you. Okay, so I can fucking relate, bro. Uh, it's it, it, You will get better results by charging at least a minimum fee yeah. for whatever information you're providing so that you weed out the fucking tire kickers and you get people who are actually going to execute. So for this person, I think the biggest thing that they need to understand is, you know, you're going to, you're going to, yes, you're going to want to price it. No, you're not going to want to price a premium when you don't offer a premium product yet. You're going to want to get enough that you can, you can get some skin in the game so that they can be accountable, so that they will get great results. And then you build your fucking, your foundation upon those results that you, you built, yeah. right? Like, bro, like we talked about with Lane Norton when he was here, you know, fuck, bro. He worked for free for 15 fucking years. I did the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's part of it. Um, it's part of what's required. It's not an option. It's part of what's required. You're going to build your skill set. You're going to build your fucking skills. You're going to build your, your platform all off of very low reward work. But the reward comes later when you've done however many years of, you know, amazing results. Paying your dues. You yeah, bro, it is. Paying your dues. That's what yeah. the fuck it is. Yeah. And like everybody wants the big paycheck now, just like I said a minute ago, they want the paycheck up front, mm -hmm. you know, the, the quiet quitters. I want to pay first and then I'll fucking work. No, you won't. Right. You won't fucking work. You won't work no matter what anybody does. That's your whole fucking problem. Your whole fucking problem is you won't fucking work. Right. It doesn't matter if I come pay you 150 fucking grand a fucking week, you're still not going to work. Mm. You're going to cry about that. You're going to bitch about that. You're going to complain about that. So, bro, if you want to be a fucking loser your whole entire life, then go be one of these quiet quit fucking bitches because that's what the fuck they are. Mm-hmm. You could, you listen, here, here's the, here's the silver lining of all this. There's never been a greater opportunity for fucking savage motherfuckers to win. There just hasn't. Yeah. It's never, I thought when I started the MSCO project, 2015, I would talk to these younger guys. I'd be like, bro, there's never been a better opportunity. There's never been a better opportunity. There's never been a better opportunity because when I was coming in to business, when I was 17, 18, 19 years old, everybody was willing to work. And everybody wanted to succeed. Everybody wanted to be great. 
That was an American culture thing that we had going on back then yeah. that we've lost it's today. completely inverse. Right. Now. now you have most people that don't want to do shit. So if you are a savage motherfucker that wants to win, you will fucking have a much easier time winning. Much, much, much easier. Just by the numbers. So that's the silver lining. It's real, man. It's not, there's plenty of opportunity for people that want to fucking actually deal with facts, build shit that benefits people, that helps people, and make a lot of fucking money doing so at the same time. There's, there's, it's never been bigger. It's never been bigger. Guys, Andy, our third and final question, Andy, uh, question number three. I consider myself an entrepreneur. I work for a great company with, a, uh, with great core leaders. The owners seem to be content with where we are. Myself and others believe we can be much more. How would you approach the owners of the company to allow us to grow uh, so that I can continue improving my career? Well, the first thing is this. Um, if you own a company and you operate that way, you're going to lose. Okay? If you're, if, you're, if you're content, you're going to lose. So whoever owns this company that this person is talking about, or if you recognize that maybe that could be written about your company, uh, you should change it because you'll lose. That's a losing fucking strategy. It's like prevent defense in the fucking NFL. <laughs> You're going to fucking lose eventually. Yep. Okay. Um, because while you're standing still and trying to maintain where you are, the flow of progress is continuing to move. Okay. And don't stop. Yeah. Yeah. And, and because of that, you are by default getting worse because everybody else is getting better. Yeah. This is the flow that people don't understand. When you stop trying to get better and you take a break or you take a breath or you take a fucking year off or you take a fucking, you know, hey, we're, we're good where we are, you stop, but not everybody else stops. And eventually by default, because you're staying where you are, everybody else passes you by mm -hmm. and you can go from... But this this is a this is how you lose personally and as as an organization. You could go from the best fucking employee in, inside of your company to the worst by not recognizing how the flow works. Mm -hmm. Right? You you could be the best guy today, and a year from now be literally the worst by just stopping in a, in the proper organization. Um, same with a company. You you could be like, and right now a lot of companies are going to go through this. A lot of companies are going to pull in the fucking efforts. They're going to try to cut costs. They're going to try to cut out all this shit and they're going to try to weather the storm. And those companies will get fucking destroyed by companies who stay aggressive in the best way that they possibly can responsibly, of course, mm -hmm. you know, um, but to answer your question, how do you change an owner's mindset about their company? Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, you have to be in the right organization. That's a, like, if you're an entrepreneur and you're someone, you have to, you have to look for an organization that is aligned with you already, because the chances of you changing someone who owns the company, um, because if they're already stopping, they're probably not really open to employee feedback. It's just not like the kind of leader that stops is not the kind of leader that listens to their team either. Mm -hmm. um, he's, he's not aware of what, what no, the temperature is. He because to his shit. That's it. Yeah, because by the nature of them stopping, they lack the awareness to understand that they are also stopping the careers of everybody that works mm -hmm. there. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, I can tell from the question that this person is probably in the wrong organization. I don't know that there's something you can go do or tell or say to the ownership that's going to get them to like go, mm -hmm. right? Um, I think it's worth a conversation. 
I think it's worth a fucking conversation. But what I what I what I imagine you'll probably get back is a lip service. Mm. You know, oh yeah, we'll we'll do this, we'll do that, we're gonna do this and that, and then they're never gonna do it because if you have the type of character that you're not like, bro, you know because you're with me twenty four hours a day essentially, and these guys in this room know, but people don't really understand like. I'm here every fucking day. I'm I'm here all day, every fucking every day. day. Yeah, seven days yeah. a week, bro. Yeah. And do out of all the people that have to be here, I'm the one that has to be here the least. Okay, <laughs> and the reason I'm here every single day is because of him, and him, and him, and you, mm-hmm. and all of those people out there. Yeah. Okay, that's because shit, that's their fucking careers, yep. and I'm part of the team. So if I don't do my fucking part. For them, what does that make me? Mm-hmm. I'm dead weight, just like they would be dead weight. I refuse to be that. Slowing the boat down. So bro. Yeah, yeah. So my uh, my my advice. And by the way, we're not the only company like that. There's lots of companies like that. Okay, but they're not they're not as popular as you know the Coca Colas or the Pepsis or the fucking big ass brands, the WalMarts and like all the shit that you guys are familiar with. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to do your research. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to look. Are they, is this a winning brand? Are they, do they have a winning play? Are they actually building shit? Are they actually care about jobs? Do they care about their people, right? And I'm not saying that your company that you like is going to be a perfect track record. Like, they're not, no one's going to have a perfect track record. But, but are they moving on the trajectory that you would like your career to move in? Because it's much easier to hop in with someone like that. Now, the competition's going to be higher. Yeah. Okay, there's going to be a lot more motherfuckers in that in that boat rowing real fucking hard to try to get it to where it's trying to go. But that's where you want to be because iron sharpens iron. Skill makes skill. Okay? And trying to fight the momentum of your company when you're someone who's hungry for more is a very difficult thing to do. And I I, I would possibly have a conversation and maybe wait and see if you really care about this company, but the truth of the matter is is like it sounds to me like the the alignment is off and it's probably going to be off. And we only have a short amount of time here on this planet, dude. And my personal take is you should be somewhere where you enjoy the people, you enjoy the culture, you enjoy the mission, and it doesn't necessarily uh, feel like work, mm-hmm. right? Because to work hard enough to where you get the reward, you have to do something that you have at least some enjoyment in. Otherwise, it's going to be miserable because you spend most of your time there. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's my advice to that person. I think that's a difficult situation. And um, if you're a company, you know, let's say you are a company that is that is trying to grow and you have a big vision and you're executing on that vision. See, a lot of people have big visions, bro, but not a lot of people execute on the big visions. Like a lot of motherfuckers walk in a meeting and they say, oh, we're going to do this and this and this. But then none of their actions actually back that up. They, right. they go, right, let's go golf. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, that's right. 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 They walk out, they get in their fucking Rolls Royce, yeah. they dry the fuck off. Yep. And they're, they're painting a false fucking premise for the people that actually pay their fucking, uh, you know, that drive their company and pay their bills mm-hmm. and all these things. Yeah. So like, bro. Get everybody hyped up. That's even yeah. worse to me yeah. than the motherfuckers that don't try. Oh, that's real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, there, there's, there's, Great opportunity right now to get yourself hitched with companies that are continuing to grow. In fact, over the next one to three years, it's going to become very clear who the fuck is actually about it and who is just fucking talking shit, Mm -hmm. all right? Because things are going to get hard. And when things get hard, people who are actually about it get harder, okay? They get more skilled. 
that it becomes very apparent who the fucking winners are and who the fucking not winners are. That's true. Let me, let me follow up with that real quick because you, you talk a lot about like being offensive as offensive as a uh-huh. business, right? Yeah. What are some signs that I guess entrepreneurs can look for to tell if a business is about to go fucking head into the fucking storm or go into the turtle shell? Well, there could be a number of indicators, but I mean, a general sense of aggressive growth mm-hmm. is is really it. That's like what, what, yeah. what does a company look like that's growing? Yeah. They're, they're, they're talking about new projects. They're, they're coming up with ideas. They're, they're implementing these, these things that we talk about fast. Yeah. Uh, they have a, a large amount of intent to move the needle, right? There's urgency. Uh, basically, all the things that these pussies don't fucking like, uh, there's a whole lot of that, <laughs> right? Right. There's, there's an aggressive vibe about growth and winning and doing better, and there's actions that follow that up. And if, there, if, there, if it's just talk and there's no actions that follow that up, well, then you got yourself what I consider the worst kind of fucking operator, which is the one that will straight up lie about what they're going to do. Um, but, you know, bro, are they, are they hiring people? Mm-hmm. Are they building new shit? Like not, not new buildings, you know, but, but like, are they building new products or new offerings mm-hmm. or are they, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. is there a general sense of progress and movement that you can plug into and feel? Um, but those things, you know, like those things are pretty obvious if you pay attention. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people just don't pay attention past the initial job. Like yeah. the, the truth is, I think a lot of culture thinks that the day they have the job, they're fucking got it made. No, the day you got the job means you got an opportunity. And you have to earn that opportunity every motherfucking day. And in one of these companies, yeah. like in a company that's moving aggressively, yeah, growing, you're, yeah. you're, the, you're not going to hide. Like you're not going to come in this building yeah. and get a fucking job. And then well, fucking, I guess I'll pick up an oar and start rowing. That's yeah. right. It's not, it's not going to happen because dude, here's the thing. When, when, when everybody else in those companies sees somebody like that, they all hate that person mm. because they understand that that person is costing them their fucking career progress. Mm. Yeah, that's powerful. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So like when you have a strong culture that's moving the proper way, can't hide in it because your peers hold you accountable. They're going to hold their fucking line. Well, yeah, because it's them. It's their shit. Yeah. Like, bro, if we're all in a fucking boat and we got two motherfuckers on the, on the, on the back left that aren't fucking rowing, Right, and we're starting to veer off course and go in a circle because they're not rowing at the same pace. You know what we're gonna do with those fuckers? Kick the fuck off. That's right. They're gonna be swimming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. It's real shit, it's man. Natural order, bro. You can argue about it all day long, but that's that's the reality. So, the good news is, uh, for a lot of you companies who are aggressively growing, you're gonna have your pick of the best fucking people because a lot of these people who are really great people inside of a fucking weak organization are gonna be looking for to hop on the right fucking boat. So, uh, I think we're looking at a big transition, uh, in terms of where people work, how they work and what they do. Uh, it's not going to be sitting at home eating crickets with the fucking Netflix and shit like the world economic forum wants. Yeah. It ain't going to be that it's gonna There's going to be a lot of people that buy into this falsely and end up losing because of it. And the opportunity for the people that don't buy into it is so fucking massive, bro. Like people don't even see it yet because a lot of people are just quitting. And a lot of people don't have what it takes. And there's a number of elements that have created this storm. You know, the idea uh, for the last 10 years that entrepreneurship is some kind of fucking like glorified like art form or whatever the fuck people think it is. Like it's, it's brutal. It's hard. It's, and anybody who's good at it will tell you that. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's a fucking fight. And a lot of these people who think it's like, oh, bro, I'm an entrepreneur in my Instagram bio and think they're just going to, you know, do it. They're, these people are going to be washed out. They're not going to make it. So, uh, yeah. So that's that. Love it. Well, guys, Andy, that is three. Let's go pay the fee. Yeah. Guys, I appreciate you guys. You know, the things I'm talking about here too, uh, for you, for you parents, going back to the first question, like you want to fix this country, teach your kids American shit, like winning, right? What's more American than winning? Yeah. For real. We're fucking winners here. Stop shitting on people that have done better than you in life because you're fucking insecure about it. Maybe you should just, maybe your role, maybe your role in this lifetime was to build a winner, not be a winner. And you can do both. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, dust a no, headshot, case closed